welcome to the Obsolete Gaming Podcast. I'm Jake, joined by Dan. Hello there. And today we're going to be talking about handheld consoles. Talk about our first experiences with them. Uh, what was yours, Dan? It's funny. I think technically my first experience was a Game Gear, because my dad had one. Mm. And But I was never allowed to play it. But I, I was never really bothered by it, to be fair. It was just like, a, I, I did want to play it, just as a child, whenever you know you can't do something, you want to do something, don't you? But yeah. That was like my first introduction to it. Obviously, it was a colour screen and stuff, but my friends at the time, and bear in mind, I think we were still in primary school. Oh, yeah. Um, but the old the old Game Boys, the bricks, that were like greenish screens, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, when I looked at that, I was just thinking, this is really primitive. Like, it's just a bit weird. And yeah, it wasn't really till, obviously, Pokemon that I took an interest in them. But it's quite hard to pinpoint my first experience. But I would say... My first, weirdly, as always with me, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, my, my introduction into the handheld market was a Game Gear, I'm guessing, but what would you say your was first experience? Oh, uh, one of my friends had a Game Boy, uh, probably mentioned him on here before, but he was a few years older than me, He was. I used to have a childminder when I was a kid, because mum and dad both worked a lot, and their son was a few years older, and he had a Game Boy, he had Super Mario Land, so that's probably about as generic as an introduction as you can imagine, but... No, I thought it was cool, but obviously I knew it weren't as good as uh, home consoles, but it was still cool just to have something in your hand. I also had those like Tiger Electronic games, which are which are woeful. I had a Sonic, I think it was Sonic 3 of that, but it was just, I don't even know what you were meant, how it worked or how, you know what they, I mean? They were just, just very plasticky. They were kind of like... Um... A, like a little sub-market that blew up mm. and it just got absolutely I, th- I think saturized. what it was, because I don't think they were very expensive at all, and then obviously it's an easy present for someone to buy a kid because you don't have to have a console or anything. It's just, oh, there you go. And I'm not going to lie, I, I played it quite a lot. <laughs> more, A lot more than I probably should have, if you know what I mean. It's probably still in my... Oh, no, it won't be now. She cleared out a rack. I was going to say it's probably still in my mum's house somewhere, but no, it won't be now. But did yeah, they, um, Did they well, go for anything? Then? Oh, no. Not, not, not at all. No. Really? Well, I mean, maybe. I don't. Maybe if they were still sealed, but they've actually redone them recently. Like, I don't know why, but the. Yeah, I know Nintendo are releasing a Game and Watch. Um, I think they've been doing that recently yeah. as well. It's that's a market I don't really understand, but it's just. I mean, don't get me wrong. At the time when they came, not so much the Tiger ones because they had the Game Boy then. But like at the time when the Game and Watch came out, obviously the handheld gaming didn't really exist. So no. it kind of made sense, but I mean, obviously, you know me, I like my retro stuff, but that's a bit too too primitive for me. I wouldn't even count it as handheld gaming. No, I know, is it technically? I, it, of course, it is, but it is but just to me, like, it's not the handheld gaming experience. Is no. it? It's literally you couldn't sit and play that for an hour. No but, chance. No, but I will admit, actually, to go in with what you said, when I was growing up, like I said, I do remember one of the, like, say, my friends had a Game Boy, and I thought that was cool. This would have probably been about ninety five. If you know what I mean? Um, when I found out about Game Gear, I really wanted a Game Gear. But as you know, I was very much a Sega guy, if you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, I've actually uh, recently, off topic, there's a game for the Game Gear called Tales Adventure that I always wanted. And I've now actually managed to buy it. There's a guy I know, well, I don't know him, I've never met him, but I speak to him online sometimes that's involved with, uh, I don't even know what you call it, like turning Game Gear games into Master System games. And he did Tales Adventure, so I've now got it for the Master System it's just a game. It's the Game Gear game, just on a Master System cartridge. But they've done box art and everything. It's it's really cool. It's a cool little uh, sub market that's going on right now. That's well, yeah, because yeah. obviously it's the same real technology, really, isn't it? Master System and Game Boy. Very game similar. Gear. Well, there was a add-on for the Game Gear to play Master System games. So obviously, it's very. I, I think. I mean, I know nothing about game programming or whatever, but I think it's a very simple transition from one to the other. Porting, you just need yeah. the different circuit. I'm not going to go into it because I don't know. But you just, you know, yeah. what I mean, I think it's very easy to do. Yeah, if you easy, know what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's an easy port, so to say, mm. definitely. Or just well, obviously, I'm guessing I probably know the answer. Um, what would you say your favourite game is on a handheld console? Like, oh, uh, Pokemon yeah. Red slash Blue. Yeah, like, we talked about. Yeah, that there's no. Episode. I don't need to go into that. It's just it's <laughs> not even. It's not even up for debate for me. I mean, there's other good games on it. Like, a, there's an Army Men game. I, I mean, unpopular opinion. I loved the Army Men games. If you remember them, for the, mainly for the PS One, that was mm. where they, they, were, they were for other things. But I had a couple of them. I think for the Game Boy Color, or I had at least one. I really enjoyed that. Um, 
had Toy Story 2 for the Game Boy Color. That was pretty cool. A game I really like, WWF Betrayal. It was like a beat-em-up game, but WWF, so you could be, I think it was The Undertaker, Triple H, or The Rock, I think. I might be wrong there, but it was only like two or three people, but it wasn't a wrestling game. It was like Final Fight or Streets of Rage. You just went around just as these wrestlers just beating people up. That's that, a pretty cool concept, really. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, um, obviously the uh, Sonic games for the Game Gear are the same as the Master System ones. Um, that was cool. I mean, Tales Adventure wouldn't be my favourite, but I really enjoy that. Uh, but no, like I'm, I'm just trying to name other games that I enjoyed that are handheld, but really it's 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 the Pokemon. I mean, obviously I really enjoyed Pokemon Sun and Moon as well. They're the, the most... Re- well, no, they're not the most recent anymore, are they? But they're more recent Pokemon, but... For me, no, it's all about that first generation because I'm not going to just re-quote myself, but well, I am, I suppose. But on our last podcast, as we said, like I much prefer that first generation of the 151 Pokemon. Mm. So red and blue and yellow, uh, they're, they're the ones for me. I wish they'd make a new adventure just including them. Personally, that's I think I said that on last time as well, so I'll shut up now. What are your favourite games of <laughs> <laughs> the handheld consoles? I'd say obviously maybe Pokemon Red or Blue, but yeah. the one I was the one I have really fond memories with is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 for the Game Boy Advance. Alright. Because I was lucky enough to get the Game Boy Advance the day it came out. Wow. Um because I had pocket money quotations mm. and I think just because my parents knew that I'd want the Game Boy Advance I went, Well if you don't want any pocket money this year, you can save up and they were nice enough to obviously get one day release. And I remember because my two other friends I went to school with, they got the Game Boy Advance on day release, but they didn't get any games. <laughs> so yeah, I actually got games with mine. I got Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 and I couldn't tell you what the other ones were. Wow. I think it might have been F Zero. I think there was one for the well the one. Yeah, yeah there was yeah. I think it was that as well. And Tony Hawk's, I was just yeah. absolutely amazed. I think it's up there in lists of the yeah. best Game Boy Advance games. That actually reminds me, another favourite of mine that I played a lot of was, um, I, I forgot they did the Super Mario Advance series, but obviously they're games for the Super Nintendo NES, you know what I mean, just sort of upgrades, so I'm not going to count them too much. But also, I, for, I, just, I don't know how I forgot about the Game Boy Advance, but I did. Um, what, what's it, the... Um, Super Mario Kart Super Circuit on the Game Boy Advance, that's really good. Yeah, no, Really what, good. Yeah. Well, say so. Yeah, when I look back at my memories, I'd say mostly my favourite games are probably from the Game Boy Advance. Hmm. Maybe even the DS, like because uh, New Super Mario Bros. for the DS, very well known game. Yeah, uh, that's one of my favourite. It's probably my favourite DS game. But um, I think with handheld gaming back then, it was really we took it for granted because it was a lot of power, really, for in your hand. Like the, you know, you could literally like Pokemon. The actual, as I've already said, the concept of Pokemon. That was like a console game, but it was in a handheld. Yeah, I mean, like I say, there were others, but I don't know. I don't know if there was on that level with all the game trading and everything, because mm. link cables existed before, but it was for little multiplayer things. If you know what I mean, the only really, the only reason anyone with a Game Boy had a link cable by the late nineties was for Pokemon. Oh yeah, nobody definitely. was two player in anything. You know what I mean, mm. like. But no, it is. It's oh, I, I mean, we could just go on about it. But I, I, well, as you know, after our last podcast, I decided to start playing it again, and I've been playing Pokemon Yellow recently, just because I've never well I have, but I haven't played it for so long that I thought, oh, I'll give that one a go rather than go back to Red and Blue. And I just, yeah, they are so good. I mean, now nowadays, I do have a Game Boy still, but um, I play it on the DS because it's just the. the 2DS, should I say, because it's just much more convenient. But um, they need to bring it for the Switch. <laughs> they desperately need to bring it for the Switch. Well, that's it. I, I love. I know we kind of got a loose remake with the Let's Go Eevee, Let's Go Pikachu. Either make a new generation, you know, a new Pokemon game just with that generation. To be honest, I think this new one that's going to be coming out in the next year or two, you know, the open world one, probably mm-hmm. be very good. Come whatever, but. I either want them to completely remake Red and Blue like they did with them, but properly, not like half, you know, with the Pokemon Go mechanics and stuff. I weren't really a fan of that. Or just make a new a new adventure with th- those Pokemon. I, th- that's what always puts me off, if you know what I mean. I really enjoyed Sun and Moon, but I'm just looking for those original Pokemon. I make my team pretty much out of them, yeah. if you know what I mean. So <laughs> They're not always in them, are they? That's the thing. As much I mean, as they there's say, always some in them, but yeah. yeah, it's hard to... They'll say there's 800 and something Pokemon now, and the thing is, it's, there's not 800 and something Pokemon in, in Swords and Shield. No, uh, Sun and Moon, there are ways to get all of them. Really? Like, not within the game. I don't know how it works, really, because you can... Oh, you can trade from old games, I think, in Pokemon Bank and things. I don't really understand it, personally, but I know that I did a lot of random trading on that, and I managed to get Charmander, Bulbasaur, and a Squirtle, just by... Random trades are literally just 
you just put anything up for trading and someone else does the same, then it comes across to you. And I don't know how people get them through through like the breeding side of things in some mm. of the games and stuff. But anyway. Yeah, enough about Pokemon. Yeah, that's that's it. While we're on the subject of actually Game Boy, something I've uh, forgotten, really. Did you ever like have the Game Boy camera? or No. Yeah. I, I remember it, uh, but I, I, I never had it. I remember adverts for it. There was a Game Boy printer as well, I think. Yeah, which went with the. It was basically for the camera, wasn't it? Essentially, I, I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, it, I don't remember. I just remember it being a thing. It was you... just weird because, like, you, you took a photo on it and it was like a pixelated mess, essentially. <laughs> Pretty much. And you, you could print it out and show yeah. your parents, and they'd be but, like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> but like, what what gets me is um, when you think about the actual Game Boy, and I think Pokemon again boosted it for a bit longer, but. That came out, if I'm not mistaken, in 1989, right? And that was still being supported in the early 2000s. It came out before the Super Nintendo, and it wasn't discontinued until after the GameCube came out. Yeah, How weird is that, if you know what I mean? Like, it's just... I think, if anything, you know, because um, Nintendo, when it comes to consoles, as much as we'll like the Wii U, or, you know, it's debatable if the GameCube was a failure or not, but mm. their track record was mainline, you know, home consoles. It's not perfect, whereas with handheld, I don't think they've ever slipped up once. No. Uh, the only one people don't seem to really focus on is the Game Boy Color, but it wasn't really out that long before the Game Boy Advance came out, if you know what I mean. Like, some people forget that was its own console. Like, it, it played Game Boy games, and it played. It had, there was a lot of games that were Game Boy Color games that you could play on a Game Boy that obviously weren't in color. And then there was a few games that were only for Game Boy Color. Like I'm pretty sure WWF Betrayal was like that that I mentioned earlier. I know that the Toy Story, no, the Toy Story one wasn't. Uh, the Army Men one I used to play was because Game Boy Color games cartridges were see through. Yeah, that's how you knew they were only for Game Boy Color. But I think a lot of people just disregard that because the Game Boy Advance came out. I'm talking; it must have only been two years later. It was because yeah. I got a Game Boy Color, and it feels looking back, it feels like I only had that for five minutes. Well, yeah, there you so go. I must have obviously got it day release, so I reckon I only had the Game Boy Color for. I had a lot of good memories on it, but as I say, I, I didn't play it as much as my Advance. Which really I should go on to now. We're talking about the game. The Game Boy Advance is probably my favourite of the handhelds. Yeah, by by a country mile. Just because I've just had so many good memories on them. Because oh, you could get Super enough. Mario All Stars for it. Really? I'm pretty sure you could. Like, let me look it up now because I'm 100 percent sure. I don't think you could. You could get all those games, but not in All Stars. The other version of Mario Brothers that came out with an NES Classics line. Super Mario Advance was a remake of Mario Brothers Two. Super Mario Advance 2 was a remake of Mario World, sort of. It's pretty much the same. Super Mario Advance 3, what was that? That was Yoshi's Island, I think. And then Super Mario Advance 4 was Super Mario Brothers 3. Maybe I'm wrong then, but yeah, yeah obviously, yeah, I must have just all played them, but I'm just maybe thinking it was... Putting it together. No, I'm pretty, like I so said, they're all there. I don't think the Lost Levels is there in any way. I don't think you can no, play that on No, that's, hands, that's but not on the Game Boy Advance. All, all the others, you can play them in other ways. Uh, but yeah, the... Yeah, no, you're right. Super Mario Advance mm. is Super Mario Brothers Two. Yeah, that's a very good remake yeah. of Mario Brothers Two, and then Mario Advance Two was Super Mario World. Because I remember having my mind blown that I could play that handheld. Now it's crazy. You know it? what? Yeah, you're right. I didn't have the All Stars. It was just Super Mario uh, Advance, and it was yeah, obviously a remake of Super Mario, which obviously, um, as we've mentioned before, not seen as one of the best. But I think it's a unique game in itself. Uh, Mario Brothers Two. Yeah. Yeah. Well, obviously it was Doki Doki Panic, which was before it was gone through it before, yeah. haven't we? I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> um, like um, no, that was I, I, I like. I've never finished it. You know, two and three, I've never finished. No, two, I've never finished just because I, you know, it's not my type of game. It's a good game, but I, I don't really like. I think I've got far on it. But I just I don't think I've got the attention span. Uh, with number three, I'll just come out and say I'm just not very good at it. No, like I, like I, I don't mean mean to sound bad. Like this will sound really arrogant, but for how good I am at Super Mario hmm. World, I am terrible at Mario Brothers Three, and I don't know they're not that much different. I don't know what it is that I struggle with, but Jesus, if you know what I mean. I mean, I'm quite good at Brothers, not 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 amazing, but Mario World, I'm I'm very good at that game, if you know what I mean. Uh, well, I yeah. would probably say then that Super Mario World is probably the easiest one because I've completed that game numerous times, but I couldn't tell you how many times I've... Com- I don't think I've even completed any of the other ones now, I've come to think of it. Really? don't think I've ever done number one. Oh, I've done number one, yeah. No? Uh, but yeah, I find it... There's not as many levels, but I do find it harder than Mario World. Yeah, so yeah, you're probably right out of them, them four. I don't know about two. I've played two the least, but like I said, it's I enjoy it, but I never, I don't enjoy it enough to want to carry on. So yeah. you know, it's just like 
Yeah, no, maybe. Yeah. Well, so you could always pick it up on the Switch now if you want to play it. If you have an online yeah, account. Yeah, no, I do. Yeah, um, I was actually. That's why I've been playing Mario Brothers three recently. I've got to World Six. I think I played it for months now, but I was playing it on off for a bit. To try Which and... version are you playing? The All Stars version or the original? Oh, oh, the All Stars. But I'll tell you yeah. why. I've remembered now because on the Switch, for some reason, you can only use the controls. I oh, I don't know how to explain it. The light backwards, so. How I would inverted? No, they're not. But right, an NES controller. Okay, you've got B and then you've got A. B is on the left, A is on the right. So you can hold down B with your thumb to run and kind of press the back of your thumb down to jump. Yeah, which is how I do it. However, on the Switch, B and A, uh, B is at the bottom and A is to the right but lifted. And on the Super Nintendo controls. B jumps and Y to the left and lifted is your button that runs, right? That's how it works. So you can do that on the Super Nintendo controller. When you play an NES game on the Switch, and I don't play them on the Switch for this very reason, you can't change the controls anyway. And if you if you can, please tell me how, because I have tried. You need to B and A are the same as they are on the NES, but because A is lifted and to the right rather than just to the right, to, to play it the way I play it, I've got to angle my hand in such a weird way to flip, and it just doesn't work. Yeah, so it's basically the... Yeah, because... Yeah. yeah. So no, that, that, that's, that's a... actually why I put... That's, I'm, no, I'm glad you brought that up. I know it's completely off, off our topic today, but um, that's literally why I'm playing it on the All-Stars version. I mean, it is a bit vamped up in graphics as well, but that's the that's the, the solid reason, because with a Switch controller, it just doesn't work. It is kind of crazy when you think about remasters, because I think that's why the GameCube hasn't had a hell of a lot of remasters because that controller was a bit weird like it was a mm. bit out there that's why it's taken so you, long you've got to remember to... that was the la- that was the generation before controllers kind of like now they all have the, the pretty uniform I mean I know they all have the little quirks but they're very much the, the, the they're all pretty much the same aren't oh yeah, yeah you've yeah. got four face buttons two analog sticks a d-pad and four triggers yep that, that that's the controller now whereas back then that was still not quite it hadn't, do you know what I mean? Because you had like the P, the PS2 controller, that was the same as the P, you know what I mean? That was already, that's that's what it is. Uh, but the Xbox controller, like the original Xbox controller, a lot of people don't like the original, original the one. Duke. The big, yeah, the Duke, the big one. Like, but that's still only got two trigger buttons and that's got like six face buttons. And t- do you know what I mean? It was, that was still the generation before controllers were more standard. Whereas after that, obviously the Wii was the Wii, that's its own thing, but. Pretty much all controllers. Oh, yeah, they're all a bit different, but they're all pretty much the same. Aren't they? Do you oh, know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, it's I just... know. Like uh, yeah. the PS5 have altered their controller a little bit now, but it's still made much the same. If anything, it's more Xboxy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's more uh, rounded. Like the PS4, I really liked. Uh, the PS3 is fine, but it's uh, like PS3, PS1, PS2. They're all the same, just a bit small. You, you know, know it's funny, I mean? yeah. Because um, obviously, I play PS One, play PS Two, whatever. But I just, I don't know what it is. I think because I went to the Xbox, went to went to the three hundred and sixty predominantly, yeah. the Xbox One. I just can't play with the PS Four controllers. I found like, when I sat and played Metal Gear Four, I just I found it so hard sometimes. I'd end up dying. With the analog stick being yeah, in the same, yeah. and it it just felt like your your hands were too close to everything. Mm. Like your fingers are so. But obviously, it's just. I know. I think what what it is for me is because I play a lot of games that are more either 2D or suited to a D-pad. The D-pad on the PlayStation's the best. Like or uh, on the PS4, should I say? I don't know what it's like on the PS5, and that was what it was for me because that's the one thing I just don't like about Xbox controllers. The Switch one isn't great, but the Xbox one's terrible. I just I don't know how like. Like, I feel like I could design a better one, if you know what I mean. So whenever I play games like that on the Xbox, I just use the um, analog stick. Because as much as I prefer a D-pad, the D-pad's that bad that I'd rather just use the analog stick. But in on, on the flip side, the analog stick on the Xbox is better than any other any other analog stick. So it's just it's just so weird. Why can't you just... Do you know what I mean? It's just... Well, have you ever thought about yeah. getting an Elite controller? Because the D-pad on that sometimes is a bit different. Even the new controllers are different now. They're, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know anymore. much about They're kind it. of like... Um, a circle, almost. Oh, right. I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Sorry, I've not read I'll show you out, because I've got an Elite controller. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 I do. <laughs> <laughs> I have thought about getting a Duke controller, you know, the new Xbox. Mm. Well, but, but they're discontinued now, so they've bumped up in price. So. Are you joking? Unless I stumble across one. Yeah, I was actually looking in the, in the CEX website. Even there, they're like 65 quid. 
I don't think they were that much cheaper, you know, when they were that. Oh, really? Out. I think they were still about, for the controller now, it was about 40 quid. I suppose, yeah. yeah so, still you know. more even, actually, now, mm. isn't it? I know the Switch one, but there, anyway. Let's not go into that, right, so um, handheld <laughs> games. Yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose, since we're talking about prices, actually, yeah. and um, selling, what would you say is the best-selling handheld of all time? Well, I would guess the Game Boy, but the way you're looking at me is making me think it might be somewhere else. No, I'm going to say the Game Boy, though. Cause... Okay, well, you're, you're wrong. You're close, but you're wrong. Really? No, you're right, actually. I've written down. <laughs> I've gone wrong. I've gone wrong in my own research. <laughs> Why is it I put that? No, the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, 188 million. And, yeah, the DS sold 154 million. Oh. But for some reason in my list, I put DS above it. But no, yeah, so no, you were right. The Game, oh, Boy, right. Game Boy Color, 188 million. Oh, so both of them together, Game Boy and the Game Boy Color. I think it's just under the same moniker, isn't it? Because right, you've got okay. the DS, you've got the DSi, oh, the yeah, DS Lite. Yeah, with the Game Boy Advance, you have the SP. So mm. it all falls under the same thing. Yeah, I think the thing is with the Color, it did have its own exclusive games. but the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair yeah. And then yeah. third, the third of all time, PSP. With 82 million. I would not have thought yeah. that. You'd think the Game Boy Advance, which is just trailing behind with 81 million. Wow. Yeah, and then the, the Game Gear only sold 11 million. So it kind of shows the difference. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I knew it was way behind the Game Boy, but I didn't realise it was that that level of... I think it was... I don't know. It was really... When you think about it, it's so weird, because obviously the Game Gear... And it had plenty of games. Like We've already talked about it, but it had plenty of games. It had a colour screen. You know, it, it's... His graphics were pretty decent, to be fair. They're probably better than what the Game Boy... Yeah, they were better than what the Game Boy was. Oh, Even the better, Game Boy Color. A lot better. I don't know about the Color, but they were a lot better than the Game Boy, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it just seemed to die a death. It was just... I think it's a few things. From what I gather, I don't know how much it was then, but I would imagine it was a lot more expensive than the Game Boy. I think the Game Boy was under £100. I doubt the Game Gear was. And also, apparently the battery life was horrific oh, on the Christ, Game Oh, Christ, you needed Gear. about 12 billion Yeah, that, that, that's another... <laughs> but I was on the Game Boy. I mean, the battery, that'll last you... For ages, four. I mean, it was four batteries the initial Game Boy, but they lasted, didn't they? I mean, the Game Boy Color was only two, and that lasted. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, true. Yeah, and then there was the Game Boy Pocket as well, which was just like a mini Game Boy. Yeah, yeah. I think my my friend had a Game Boy Pocket, but that's the thing with the Game Gear. The because you've got my old one, haven't you? Actually, mm, still got it. Yeah, um, it, it isn't exactly portable. It's it's probably bigger than a Switch. You know what I mean? It's massive. It's definitely thicker than the Switch, yeah, anyway. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> so maybe there was that as well. I say I I never sat and played it more than I would a Game Boy. So there you go. That sort of answering my own question. Mm. I never gave it more time. But I, I had good memories on it though. So, it. Yeah. I don't think we ever got to it. I'm sure I never did. But uh, did did you ever say what your favourite uh, console handheld console was? Oh, Game Boy Advance. Oh, I never asked yours, did I? No, that, oh, that that's probably why. I'm th- yeah, no, because mine's. Got to be like weirdly because I've barely mentioned it, but the 3DS, 2DS, you know, that one because there's some good games for it. Like, initially, like, um, obviously, Luigi's Mansion came out for it eventually, which was a bit strange. Well, so you obviously, you've got Pokemon on there, you know, the newer generations, you've got a library of older Game Boy games and Game Boy Color and stuff to download. But the thing, um, but also, there's two remakes of the N64 Zelda games on there, which is which are probably the best. The best ones, I mean, I still prefer playing them on a 64 because I'm just weird. They're the ones I know. They're the ones I like. But I think if it weren't for the fact you could play a lot of the older Game Boy games, and as we've mentioned, the original Pokemon on there, then I might think differently. But with that option, I think they're just... Yeah, that's yeah. actually the thing is that is a safe bet, isn't it? If you if you're say the whole desert island thing, isn't it? If you're on a desert island and you can only take one handheld console, to be fair, I'd probably pick a, a 3ds because you've already got that back one. Yeah, so, that's it, yeah. but in advance, you're obviously going to be stopped, you know, past that DS 3ds thing. So no, I get what you're saying. No, it's a good good way of. Um, yeah, no, yeah, no. I can't fault your logic there. I think I'm just looking at nostalgia, really. I get what memories. you're saying. But like, like, like we've covered before, I never really... I mean, I did have a Game Boy Color, you know, and then I think eventually I got an Advance, but that might have been later. I can't really remember. But I didn't... It, handheld console, they weren't really something. I had a Game Boy because I wanted to play Pokemon, really. That was pretty much it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't really have that kind of attachment. Anyway, sorry, I think I completely interrupted you there. No, no, yeah. no, I can say, well, I can go on since we're talking about games. What mm. would you say is the biggest selling handheld game of all time? Oh, Pokemon. You're wrong. And now you actually are. I've actually written this down correctly. All right. And when I tell you, you're probably going to go, do you mean, of course. Do you mean like single game or franchise? Just game. No, to game. Yeah, single game. Uh, can I just have one more guess? Yeah. Super Mario Land? Nope. 
Oh, I'll never get it then. Go on. Tetris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, Tetris was 35 million. Pokemon Red and Blue, 31 million. Wow. Gold and Silver, 23 million. They're the top three Game Boy uh, yeah. selling ones. With the DS, I haven't really got the advance. I think we're going to make a massive list. But mm. what would you say that you say is the biggest selling DS game? Of all oh, for the DS, I've no idea. Like, no idea. I couldn't even. I, I guess a Pokemon game, but nope. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> not yeah. even in the top three, believe it or not. No, it's New Super Mario Brothers with 30 million. Wow. Oh, actually, is, is that brain training game anywhere in there? No, not in the top three. Right, uh, top- number two, though, is Nintendogs. Seriously? Yeah, 20, 23.9 wow. million. It was big with the kids, though, wasn't it? It was more of a kids' I game. I don't know. I, I've heard of it. I don't really know much and about it. And then Mario Kart DS, which we've mentioned, which is actually only trailing it by, like, 0.2 million. So, 200,000 copies. But the wow. Nintendogs, it's funny. You know, that essentially, that was that was Nintendo's answer for a Tamagotchi, really. Yes, I suppose. <laughs> you, know, you, you had a thing, and apparently... I've I never, never, I never done it. I don't know what no, it is. So. I never had it. It was more of a... Dare I say it was more what girls played when we were younger? I'm pretty sure a lot of probably, I've, I've, I've I'd only, say adults probably played it. I've uh, only seen adverts for it. I don't know anything about it. I can't really. But I know it was somebody I was t- talking to the other day, um, and she said she turned on her DS there a few years ago and saw, wanted to see what a Nintendo had done. Apparently, it ran away. And I'm like, what do you expect? <laughs> You've left it alone for years. <laughs> Be brutal! Oh. It'd be brutal if he went back on. It was dead. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> what I thought you were going when no. you were saying. So I was like, oh, no, I don't oh. think Nintendo were that cool. I think it would just be, oh, it ran away because <laughs> you weren't treating it right. You're not just going to get a, an animation of a dead dog that you've not fed. Jesus, <laughs> gives you a sob story of why you've not opened your DS up in so long. <laughs> well, like the Future Arm episode. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you know I've not even not even thought about that in so long. That Nintendo, I forgot it ever existed until you just mentioned it. Yeah, because it was a big. It was a big thing for them, to be fair. Mm, well, but he just never interested well, me there's whatsoever. Well, they're a Smash Brothers thing, aren't they? I'm sure they come up on level... Yeah, I'm sure that's a... Yeah. They even got their own stage, I'm pretty sure they that's do. That's what I'm they? thinking. I'm sure there's a stage, or it might be an item or something, where a big dog comes and starts knocking things. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's like... Nintendo has some very yeah. strange... That's on the Wii U one, anyway, because I've never actually played the Switch Smash Brothers. So. Really good. Yeah. Really, really good. I suppose really should talk about the other... We've mentioned the Game Gear, but there's obviously plenty of other people that tried their best. Because, let's face it, Nintendo have always had a stranglehold on the market. Like The Mm -hmm. PSP did a very good job, but it never got to the same lofty heights. I'm amazed at how much it sold, just because like I I can think of maybe two people I knew that had a PSP when they were relevant. Yeah, I didn't know many. I, I I was always really intrigued by one. But I think I was still not old enough to have adult money. I think I was still... I can't remember when they even came out. Were they PS2 era when they first started? I know they were still relevant within the PS3 because PS3 did the whole thing where you could... You know what I mean? It was It's all linked. Same with the PS Vita when that came out. That was before the PS4. And you can... Yeah. It was all a bit... Yeah, no. I mean, I did have a Vita eventually. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. I've still got it now somewhere. No, I'm not, I'm not really a fan of it. Really, it's very good for what it is, but like, as in, you know, for, as far as a handheld goes, like a pure handheld, it's incredible. But like, it's just not much for it, really. No, you know it kind of I mean? just yeah. died a death, didn't it? It was just a disaster yeah. story. For it's, Sony. it's one of them. It has like its fans, but it's a very small fan. I think they still get limited run games made for it. Actually, saying that, I think. I think well, I think that goes yeah. with anything, though. Really, I think if anything exists, limited run will probably do something for it. No, they only do a few. There's PS4, Switch, and PS Vita. I think that's about Is that it? it. Yeah. Because oh, what? Where did you get your Jaguar game from then? Oh, that was a guy in France that made it. Oh, right. The Jaguar <laughs> CD. What the yeah. Alice Mum Rescue? Yeah, that was a uh, a guy called Orion in France that did it all himself. Oh, well, I thought it was like some company boy off or something. Well, technically it was, but it was just one guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Called it right. Okay. Well, I don't know his real name, but it was Orion, the game company company but then when i did more research i think it was just him i think it was literally just him because he did tone bruise for that game came out for other consoles like came out for the dreamcast as well i tell you what i do miss though like there is actually he did make four jaguar cartridges of that game and i really wanted one but at the time i just had no money so i couldn't buy they weren't even that much if you know what i mean but he only made four I'm guessing they're gone now i've seen one pop up on ebay since and again it didn't even go for that much but i didn't yeah, have the money yeah. at the time so yeah, well, the thing, thing is, yeah, think indie games like that. Well, I suppose it could hold the value and go up, but probably, I don't know, very probably. niche, isn't it? That's extremely it's, it's, it's niche. It's niche within the niche. Yeah. It? So, like, yeah. 
But that's a great game, that is. Like, Because uh, it's probably on Steam, Alice's Mum, Alice's Mum Rescue. I think I think it's because he's French. I think that's why it's like broken English, yeah. if you know <laughs> what I mean. Like, um, I think yeah. I played it with you, and yeah, it's just a by-the-numbers platformer. Yeah. It was just interesting that he made it for the Jaguar CD. <laughs> that, yeah. was the, that was the thing. No, um, but obviously you've got, so off the top of my head, you've obviously got Game Gear. That died a death. That only sold, as I said, that only sold 11 million. So compared with this, it's very, very good, but still not, um, not 188 million. No. You know? <laughs> um, but then obviously you had the, the, obviously Atari tried the hand, didn't they, with the links? No, I don't remember that at all. I've only no. heard about it since. But yeah, that was a, that was a thing. There was, um, you mentioned Evercade. Yeah, that's that's now that that's like out right now. That's like a a handheld. Basically, it, it, it's, it's hard to even explain. It's like a retro handheld where they bring out games, but they're not like single games. So like, there's like a Namco collection that has like Pac Man and old arcade games on and stuff like that. Each cartridge is a collection of older games. And uh, I mean, it's one of the things I heard about a few years ago and just thought it'd do nothing, but. Seems. I mean, I don't know anyone with one, but the the selling. Do you know what I mean? That's that's all. Summer. I just wanted to mention because I'm surprised handheld gaming even exists now because of like something that. Well, yeah, we'll go to it now. Uh, it's because of mobile phones, basically. Like, I, I'm amazed that it exists in any format because I, I I know there'll be people that would always want it, but I didn't think the audience would be big enough to. to do you know what I'm trying to say? At first, when smartphones were a thing, I think it was a niche thing on a smartphone. Because you had things like Candy Crush, Farmville. That was really that, even though I think I'm getting ahead of myself there. Farmville, I remember more people playing on a computer. I'm not saying it wasn't on smartphones, but I remember that being more of a computer thing. Well, yeah, no, it was. There were people playing Candy Crush on PCs and stuff. Farmville's still going today. Farmville 3 is out now. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's still a thing. Yeah, I think... At first, I would be with you. I would have said, yeah, I don't know if there's going to be a market for it. But of course there is, really. Because now the power of a smartphone, you can emulate PS1 games on them, PS2 games on them now. There's mm. emulators, for Christ's sake. And now you've got Xbox or the X Cloud, where you can stream games to them. So you can stream your, your Xbox games to them if you want. If you, have, if you have Xbox Ultimate, you've got X Cloud, so you can literally sit and play at work if you want crazy isn't yeah. It? yeah but that that's just the point i was making because with, with that evercade like i say it has its audience there's new games to be made for it now they're even making a home console version of it as well really so yeah uh, that, that like i say a bad example because the only thing i can think of off the top of my head is namco because i know you can get the pac-man collection but that's just how that works and i don't think it's i think it's reasonably priced i'm pretty sure the console's probably about 70 pounds and then oh, I think the cartridges are like 20 quid each. So, you know what I mean? It's affordable. Again, I don't know anyone with one, but they, they, they are out. Well, it's funny that when you mention, um, I don't think handheld game is a thing anymore. We are living in the era of the Switch right now. Well, yeah. Again, when I say I don't think it's a thing, I say I'm, I'm, I'm more surprised it's a thing, is, mm. is the way I should say it, if you know what I mean. But yeah, with the Switch, I mean, I remember that when that was... Before it, before it was out, before it was announced, even, and we knew it as the Nintendo NX. Yes, like yeah. I remember, all the, all the rumors were it was going to be a, a console handheld hybrid, and nobody really knew what that meant. And I remember being really worried because last time I remember Nintendo were going to do something in quotation fingers revolutionary. We got the Wii, so I didn't know what to expect. But it's actually, I mean, t- t- for. To me, the Switch might as well not be a handheld because I never use it that way. I just use it as a home console. But I think the selling point to a lot of people is that it's handheld. And I mean, I'm not to bother me, but you know, I mean, I, I, I kind of, no, I don't really get it. I don't, I don't really get it. I've never been that big a fan of taking games because gaming is something I do when I'm at home. Yes. So yeah. if I'm at, if I'm at home, I might as well be playing it on my telly. That's just the way I. It's very rare. I say I get it with Pokemon because that's very much a socializing, trading, battling thing. If you know what I mean. But stuff like a lot of other handheld games, I don't really understand. Do you know what I mean? The thing is, it's very impressive that you can take Breath of the Wild on, you know, with you. Mm. You know what I mean? Zelda Breath of the Wild, a yeah. very, very in-depth game, and maybe a bit too much information here. But one of the great novel things I thought when I was playing <laughs> Breath of the Wild, oh, I need to go to the toilet. You know, oh, it's the worst thing in the world. You know, because you're going to lose five or ten minutes, whatever. No, you just take it with you. <laughs> so, yeah. I remember sat there thinking, this is awesome. <laughs> just carrying on my Breath of the Wild campaign and just... But that's one thing no other game console can do, so... Well, the, I don't... the Wii U kind of can. 
if your bathroom's relatively close yeah, to wherever so, you're playing it. <laughs> suppose, yeah. No, the um, the Switch, I, I'm with you. I, I don't consider it a handheld game. I have taken it to other countries to play, but I don't enjoy it as much when it's in handheld mode. It's not as engrossing, is it? And- I, I find it really uncomfortable. I find the back of it so flat that I don't know what to do with my fingers that aren't, you know what I mean? The, you know, you've got the fingers on top, the fingers that are just at the back. Mm. There's nothing to hook onto. Like with a controller, you kind of hook, do you know what I mean? Whereas with that, they're just flat, and I, it makes my hands really uncomfortable after after not very long. Really? I've yeah. got to admit, yeah, I don't really like the triggers at the top. The triggers are mm. very, very thin, aren't they? But I mean, that's obviously everyone's different. Same reason why I've I've only ever used, you know, like you can uh, clip your Joy Cons on to make like a controller. Like I bought me and you, I think you did the same thing. As soon as I bought a Switch, I bought a Pro controller because I knew that that wouldn't be very good. Oh yeah, no, I I, that, the, yeah. I have the same problem with that. A lot of our friends though don't. But yeah. I, I do. Well, I funny need story. That um, yeah, the funny story. The other night I went up um, to a friend. Yeah. And I asked him, I was like, oh, have you not got a pro controller? Because I took my Joy Cons and pro controller up because we were going to play Mario Party. Mm. Thank God we didn't. But <laughs> we played Mario Party. <laughs> I just remember thinking, that's so mad. And he was like, we can't do have a controller, though. It's that whole, I was like, if it's that Joy Con thing, it doesn't count. <laughs> Simple as. No, I, I'm with you. As, as snobby as it sounds, I'm with you. It's just. No, it yeah. just doesn't look. Yeah, because I got a Switch on day release, and I just remember as it was coming, I just looking, just a photo of it, just thought that does not look yeah, good. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly the same. I mean, I didn't get it the day it came out, but like I just knew immediately. I thought, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure because I ordered them both online, and the pro, the controller came before the Switch. You know what I mean? I remember having that and be like, yeah. oh, it's going to be here tomorrow yeah. if you don't. Want. <laughs> it's kind of the same uh, yeah. what people are facing now with the PS5. You can get the PS5 controllers, but can't get the actual console or the Xbox. They're getting the Xbox. It's just unanimous, isn't it? So. It's what? What do you mean? It's uh, Xbox One controllers can work on the new system. Oh, right. Fair, right. I get you. Sorry, I didn't know what you were on. There was the new yeah. PS5 controllers, which I mentioned before, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Don't work on a PS4, PS3. Oh, they work on a PS3. What? Yeah, I've already mentioned it. I think you had the same reaction when I mentioned it as well. But I don't know if that's been patched out. It might have been patched out. I think when they were first released, it weirdly worked on the PS3. Why would you get rid of that? I mean, if it's not a problem, why would you? But as obviously as you update the firmware in the future, Uh, maybe it'll cancel it out. I don't know. Could be PS2. It might be getting. No, it won't be PS2. No, PS2. Yeah, no. No, it it was PS3. So I think a lot of people were playing, I don't know, quite a novel concept. But there again, I, I, I'm with Xbox, really. I think now we're at the stage where you shouldn't always just... Because going back to what you said before, back when we were at the early stages of home consoles, no one really knew what a controller was. No one really knew what a handheld really was, even mm. though the Game Boy was killing it. I think now we're at the point we know what they are. So why that's what, why Xbox have gone, well, we're just keeping the same design. You know what I mean? When the Xbox One came out, it was pretty much a 360 controller. Just, just more of a tweaked fine. it a bit, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this one, it's just... As, I think, because I had one, I don't know, I think my sister's got it at the moment. And the only difference is it's slightly smaller. And that actually annoyed me, because I'm like, I don't want it to be slightly smaller. I, I mean, I must admit, I've got, obviously, I've got the Series S now. And I used to have an Xbox One a while back. And I don't, other than the fact this controls white, I don't notice any difference, if you know what I mean. It might be a bit smaller, but I don't use it. Oh, it's much like when you. I say it's it's minuscule. <laughs> right. There's not much difference, but you can tell. Because obviously, I was last gen, gen well, yeah, last gen Xbox mm. One played a lot. So just just the littlest change I'll notice, you know what I mean? Because I was an Xbox gamer. Now I'm sort of a jack of all trades. I'm hoping to get a PS5 at some point. So I've just got PC, Xbox, Nintendo, everything. Yeah. Become proper, you know, a proper games journalist. <laughs> like, whatever. But in seriousness, I, I wouldn't want to be a games journalist. It sounds like a horrible job, to be fair. Oh, yeah, especially nowadays. No, because why would you want to do something you enjoy? Like, you know, as soon as you enjoy something and it becomes a job... Surely you will start losing love for Definitely. it. Definitely, it's the same reason why I've always thought, like you know, like, even as a kid, I remember you know, like game testing. At some point, somebody you must have thought, oh, that'd be an amazing job. Whether you were like nine when you thought mm. it, but pretty swiftly I learned that no, no, it wouldn't, because it wouldn't just be playing games. You'd be playing the same thing over and over to try and just find any bugs that you can possibly find. Do you know what I mean? And it wouldn't be enjoyable whatsoever. Well, it's the same as streaming as well. Like, I know we've, we're talking about maybe in the future doing streaming stuff, but mm. I I wouldn't want to do it as a career. You know what I mean? I, w- I wouldn't want to be like a ninja or a, a PewDiePie, fair enough, he's a YouTuber, but uh, a Pokemon stuff. Because, like, as much as, like, yes, their personalities do it as well, but 
are they like really enjoying the game when they know there's like thousands of people watching them? They I have to be animated. I don't know. You know, I think with that, it depends how you do it. Because like, have you ever heard of DSP gaming? No. Uh, Dark Side Phil is uh, sort of infamous. He's been around since the beginning of Let's Plays. Um, I'm not going to go into that now. But basically with him, I think he literally just everything he plays, he streams, if you know what I mean, because that's his source of revenue. And I think if you could, I think if you were a streamer like that, it'd be hard to, because if you're just streaming everything you do, then I'd find it difficult to just naturally enjoy it because I'd always be aware that people are watching me. Do you know what I'm trying to say? It's a it's a hard thing to put across, but yeah, I don't know. Whereas if you just streamed on the side a bit, then that's that's different. I, d- I don't know how to explain what I mean, but if it was like a every day, and especially like, because weren't you telling me that some guy got stuck, not stuck, but some there's some guy on the internet that basically streams Five Nights at Freddy's because it's popular, so he has to just, well, he didn't have to, but to get views to make money, he pretty much just has to play that. Or was that someone else that it's, told me about well, that? Well, it'll be Markiplier, that, and Jacksepticeye. But, like, they're, they're not streamers or YouTubers. But, like, they have to still, like, they could, like, I suppose they could play the game before uploading a video and then doing it, but like, you'd want your organic reactions. But for me, the difference is, obviously, you're going to be sat playing it, but you have to be monologuing. You can't, it's... That's, I can't do that. I, I'm not a... Yeah, I couldn't do that. Maybe if it was me and you, it'd be a yeah. bit easier because oh, there'd be the someone there to bounce off. But if yeah. it was just me, I'd find it hard. To, obviously, you'd know there were people watching you, but I find it hard to just talk to nothing, effectively. Do you if, know what yeah, I mean? If any listener out there is a, a, a Twitch streamer, and there's a <laughs> lot of them, so I'm, the, you know, I do admire you. Know, I've got a lot of respect for you because I couldn't do it. I couldn't just. I, I know we're doing it right now, st- uh, talking to a static thing. But, but I couldn't do it if it was just me. No, yeah. no chance. And I, I admire them sort of people. Maybe, maybe, maybe as time goes on, I might adapt the skills to do it to my log to myself. But right now, no. <laughs> Certainly wouldn't be entertaining anyway, no. I can tell you. <laughs> well, we're not. Are we entertaining? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but going back, just to wrap this up, I suppose, um, one last thing with Twitch. Is there like a, a Game Boy streaming thing? Do people do that? Do they stream DS things? But people will. I would imagine it'd be harder because of like the capture and all that. But like, yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But again, you've got Nintendo, and they're quite basically tyrants in in the Twitch world. So aren't they've they? calmed down a bit now, but yeah, they're pretty bad, aren't they? Yeah, if you know what I mean. I don't really know much about what's been going on recently. I know, like, just going back to what YouTubers again, when it came to doing Nintendo stuff, you essentially had to get their permission, basically. At one time, I don't know if that's still the case, actually. Um, but yeah, I know at one time they were very, very weird about it. And it's bizarre because there's no other game company that's like that. I mean, I think everything they're doing, again, it's still it's still a... I mean, it's been going on for over a decade now, but it's still a relatively new thing and nobody really understands, do you know what I mean, how to treat it. But obviously Nintendo are very protective over their properties, so they don't like... Most people just see it as free advertising or whatever, but Nintendo mm. are the opposite. They're, they just... Don't want anything. Like I don't. That. The thing is, I don't like the culture of it. Like, I know it is the culture we live in, but you know, for example, I'm watching a show right now, and whenever it's out, straight away I watch it okay. because of spoilers. That's basically the, the internet now with games, whatever. If a game comes out that you want to play, I, I, if, if it's a single player game, I have to make sure I complete that game within a week. Otherwise, I'm probably going to find out something. It's ridiculous. Really? Just, yeah, just in the world of Twitch and YouTube now. Oh, right, right. So I do yeah. get it with Nintendo. Like, I do get it, because they get basically, like, it's like when Breath of the Wild 2 comes out, I bet they'll be very protective. Like, you can't, you know, they probably turn around and say you can't stream that game. Mm. You know what I mean? Because, I don't know. Like, I like it, but then, obviously, there is a community there, and there are people that now have careers in it, so you yeah. don't really want to harm them at the same time. So it's like a, a, a balance now, isn't it? Like a weird balance. You don't want to be anal about it, but at but, the same time, I can see where they're coming from, but then at the same time, I think, well, you know. But as far as I'm aware, I mean, I might be wrong, but the top top streamers don't really play Nintendo games anyway. It's all Fortnite and what's it? I don't know what the word is. It's a, it's a very bad way of looking at it but you know i just keep thinking of your fortnights your minecrafts you know those Warzone. yeah do you know what i mean just i mean i might be wrong but from what i gather that's oh, you've got like others you've got like games like among us and things like that they obviously i think they have died down now but there wasn't you know you do get these games that what i'm really... trying to say is they're all they're all online multiplayers not okay. many of them are 
single player adventures that people are watching. Resident Evil Eight got a lot of a uh, lot of attention when that came out. Oh really? Like a lot. Yeah, I think even PewDiePie played it. Is that the village? Resident yeah, the Evil village. 8, so yeah. yeah, the village. Um, so yeah, so yeah, there are still streamers that do single player games, and I'm pretty sure like if we were still living in the world, do you where... think that's more? I'm oh, sorry, do you think that's more for the reactions though? Well, I don't know. I think we're past that now. I think yeah. YouTube. It was we used to watch these people to watch them go and get scared, but now they themselves have become personalities outside of that. Mm. So I don't think people do watch it. But I think no, I'm just wondering. I think it's well. more because well, everyone had a crush on the villain, didn't they? Lady Dimitri. Oh, like, apparently so. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was that. It was. It was probably people. But I don't understand it. For me, I want to play that game at some point. It comes down in price. And I'm like, why would I want to watch anything? No, no. Outside the trailers, why would I want yeah. to watch anything? If I it's just... something I know I'm going to play, then I don't watch anything. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, it was like my friend actually mentioned to me uh, a game, Little Nightmares Two, mm. came out, and Little Nightmares was free on street on Steam. Uh, a few weeks ago and I, obviously I purchased it I've never actually played it yeah. um, and he was like oh yeah I'm gutted because I know he missed this opportunity he goes oh so I've watched them anyway and I was like what do you mean and he was like oh yeah I've, I've watched both of them I just don't get that like I, yeah I'm sure there are people out there that enjoy watching these people stream it but I, and good if they want to but I just I can't understand it I personally don't don't do it I kind of uh, enjoyed I mean Anyone out there, I've never played the second one, but Little Nightmares 1 is a hella good game, so if you can pick that up, go get it. But um, what's it? No, I quite enjoyed, uh, again, I know I mention them all the time, but on uh, James and Mike Mondays, you know, the cinematic of Angry Video Game Nerd, him and one of his friends, I loved their streams, but it was always random retro games that they were streaming, if you know what I mean. I really enjoyed that, but I think that's a mix of I enjoy the games, and some of them either... Some of them never even came out over here, so it'd be hard to get hold of. But I always enjoyed them. But I think that's a bit of the personality. You know what I mean? A bit of it all and seeing if they can do it. So often it's a game I've played. You know what I mean? It's a different thing. But no, to answer your question, no, I wouldn't ever consider watching a game rather than playing. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's that's a different kettle of fish. But as I say, I'm sure, well, there are people out there who do enjoy it and. That's great, you know. There's mm. obviously people now that make careers from it as well when they've got personalities. But it's just, I think we're just old and out of touch, maybe. I don't maybe. know. <laughs> but to wrap things up, what what would you say is the future of handheld gaming? Uh, to be honest, like I said, I'm surprised it's still around now in any kind of format with uh, mobile phones and tablets and things. But I don't think, other than maybe like the Evercade, like, like a, a, I don't know what the word is, like a sort of specialist retro thing, you know, that people might like here and there. Other than stuff like that, I think in mainstream, I think at best it'll just be what, like Nintendo, if they keep up with like a Switch, if the next console is something similar, like a handheld thing that you can talk. I don't think anyone, any big developer is going to release just a pure handheld again because in the way, the age we live now, there's no point. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, and obviously with the Switch, with its dark, there's no reason to not have that. Do you, do you know what I mean? There was so. a switch light though, wasn't there? Yeah, I don't get that though. That's a <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't understand who'd buy that personally. I'd understand if it was a lot cheaper, but it, it really isn't. It's a bit cheaper, isn't it? I think yeah. you can actually get switch lights quite easily. It's the switches right now are quite because mm-hmm. of the great chip shortage yeah. at the moment. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe I'm, I'm probably wrong. It's probably just that's probably just the way I'm thinking because I don't really get why anyone would want it anymore. But. You know, maybe I don't think there's much of a future. I think it'd just be if Nintendo do another console that's like another Switch. You know, with the hand, that's the only real future I think it's got personally. But what about you? Maybe. Well, it has obviously got a future with mobile because mobile is. Oh well, you know, yeah, that's I meant without. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I yeah. know what you're saying the mainstream sort of thing mm. of a company doing it, but yeah. I do generally think going forward, I just think mobile phones are just. You know, just going to grow and grow and grow because the you know every every five years you look at like ten ten years ago where we were with mobile phones, Samsung Galaxy S three. Everyone had one of them ten years. Yeah, ago. but the, even then the technology you couldn't play PS one games on them or anything like that. That's now, no, but now it's like they're, they're they're getting on par to be ultra powerful. I know it's like ridiculous. I know there's only so far they can really go, but you know it's hmm. there's gonna, there's obviously a market and you have got the free to play thing. Which really has that have really has been born from the mobile market, unfortunately, and it is seeping into all of gaming. Even Nintendo would at it here and there. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, they they did try the hand, didn't they, with it with uh, Mario Run? 
Mario Kart as well. Oh, Mario 1 wasn't free to play. It was 10 quid. Yeah, but he still had microtransactions, I think, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Probably, yeah. I don't know. But um, no, the thing is with mobile gaming, I, I it's like with anything, like with free-to-play games, I'm not a big fan of them because I just think it's favoured that you have to spend money. I think it is starting to balance out on consoles now. Mm. But I think it now does feel like you can just play a game and not need to put any more money into it and it's fine. Um, it's just like an optional thing and people will anyway just to show off you know, their cosmetic whatever because it doesn't affect the game. But with mobile games like AKA Raid Shadow Legends who we're not sponsored by by the way mm. that I've never I yeah that, that's uh, that's a game that's probably very very microtransaction heavy. whenever I see anything that's free to play I just don't bother with it because I just think oh well I've got I to make the money yeah, somewhere I, yeah I think it's unfair in some respects just to to straight away label it that, but obviously, as you say, well, they're going to have to make money somewhere. Mm. So where they obviously, obviously, with a home console, you haven't just you can't just have an advertisement pop up. No, exactly. With mobiles, you can have the advertisements yeah. and stuff. With oh, people. yeah, I do understand that with mobiles. I got not obsessed, but I, I was playing a game on mobile a few few years ago. It was called like Drive and Park, and it was literally just a car driving up the street. Whenever you saw a space, you just tap the screen, and it swerved into park. That was free to play. But an advert crop up every yeah. five minutes or something. Yeah, I do. I I yeah. would be one of these mobile gamers who'd just play it on a lunch break or something. I wouldn't mm. sit and play it. I'm, oh, God, but no. you never know. Yeah. Going forward, we might start getting actual RPG big games. There are games like that now. I'm going to say they already exist. But that, they, so. you know, are we talking now that single player games or will it? Because obviously you've got Stadia, you've got the X Cloud. They are going to be platforms to be. You can play your Xbox on. I'm sure PlayStation at some I point. Stadia is pretty much dead. Do you think? Yeah. Already? I might be wrong, I'm just one, but yeah, like, I don't know, I just, I remember reading something about it, and apparently, like, however much they were investing in it when it started, it's literally like an eighth of that now, if you know what I mean, because I think they've just realised. I'm not saying whatever you call it, like, cloud gaming, if that's the right term, isn't the future, because as much as I hate to admit it, it probably is. I don't want it to be. No, I don't want it to be, but I think that... Either I think it was a mix of they kind of did it too soon and not very well. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think it was a mix of the two. I think they got there a bit too early, and I think that they didn't do it well enough because they were prob- where they were testing it. They were probably about the fastest internet, the best this, the best that. Whereas when you talk to your you know your average Joe that doesn't have that, it's just yeah the lag. Everything. Yeah, well that's why now it, it, you know. As this podcast is being recorded, Xbox have announced they're going to be making like stick, like you know, little sticks and things like that. Game Pass sticks, you be able to just put into your TV and you be able to play your Xbox games on. Jesus but Christ. I just, I don't know. There's something that makes me think I don't think it is the future because I think people will always want hardware. Like, look, right now they're not, they're not hard for. It's not like they're hard pressed for selling them. For Christ, oh, that's sake. a good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. So who I don't knows? know what the future holds, and who knows? Hmm. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> this has been Absolute Gaming. Down the J.